0: Respiratory section 3. One lung ventilation part 2. Lateral decubitus position plus anesthesia. Here's the alveolar compliance curve. Observe what happens when the awake patient assumes the lateral decubitus position and then see how induction of anesthesia moves the lung further down the curve. Non-dependent lung moves from flatter region less compliant to an area of better compliance, the slope. Ventilation is optimal in this lung. Dependent lung, on the other hand, moves from the slope to the lower, flatter area of the curve less compliant. Perfusion is best in this lung effect of gravity. A reduction of alveolar volume contributes to atelectasis. The net effect is that ventilation is better in the non dependent lung. The net effect is that ventilation is better in the non-dependent lung, which is in the top lung, and perfusion is better in the dependent lung. This creates VQ mismatch and increases the risk of hypoxemia during one lung ventilation. Anesthetic management of one lung ventilation. Anyone who's done their share of thoracic surgery understands just how fickle these tubes can be. You'll need to be well-versed in the possible complications of their use. Chief among these are hypoxemia during one-lung ventilation and complications of tube position. Use FiO2 of 100%. Some argue that this increases absorption atelectasis, so an FiO2 of 0.8 is acceptable if PaO2 is maintained. Tidal volume 6-8 to mL per kg, ideal body weight to prevent alveolar trauma and acute lung injury. Add P5 cm of water. This increases FRC by pushing the lung up the compliance curve and prevents excess shearing stress of repeated alveolar opening and closing. Respiratory rate 12 to 15 breaths per minute to maintain PaCO2 35 to 45 mmHg. Reconfirm placement after position changes. If peak inspiratory pressure is greater than 40 centimeters of water, rule out distal occlusion. If hypoxemia develops, which is a PaO2 less than 60 mmHg or an SpO2 of less than 90%, first check the position of the double lumen tube. Poor position is the most common complication of the double lumen tube and the rule out physiologic causes of hypoxemia. If hypoxemia is severe, then resume two lung ventilation. If the double lumen tube is in good position, then apply 10 centimeters of water CPAP to non-dependent, non-ventilated lung. If hypoxemia continues, add PEEP. Wait. If double lumen tube is in good condition, then apply 10 cm of water to the non-dependent lung, non-ventilated lung. If hypoxemia continues, add peep 5 to 10 cm of water to the dependent lung. This may improve FRC or may worsen shunt by directing more blood flow towards the non-dependent, non-ventilated lung. So pay attention. Use alveolar recruitment techniques, SIBRETS. Some text recommend TIVA to minimize inhibition of HPV. If hypoxemia continues, consider ligation or clamping of the pulmonary artery supplying the non-dependent, non-ventilated lung. If this is not suitable option or if hypoxemia continues, reinflate the lung. Do not tolerate prolonged hypoxemia. Avoid condition that increases PVR, which is hypoxia, hypercarbia, high levels of PEEP, high airway pressure. Post-pneumonectomy, pulmonary edema is associated with a high mortality rate. Risk factors include excessive hydration, restrict IV fluid in the OR, and limit IV fluid to less than 3 liters in the first 24 hours. Peak inspiratory pressure greater than 25 centimeters of water, right pneumonectomy or lobectomy. Complications of double lumen tube position. While it's important to understand troubleshooting techniques with auscultation of breath sounds, you should also know that direct visualization with a fiber optic scope is a significantly more reliable technique for identifying the correct tube position. Additionally, you must reconfirm tube placement after you change the patient's position. In a perfect world, what you should see with the bronchoscope, tracheal lumen, incomplete c that open posteriorly, bronchial cuff is visible in the correct bronchus no herniation is present when viewing the right bronchus three takes offs are present one for each lobe when viewing the left bronchus two take offs are present one for each lobe there are three key complications that you must be able to immediately recognize and rectify the double lumen tube is in too far Upper lobe is not ventilated. Increased risk of hypoxemia. The double lumen tube is not deep enough. Failure to achieve lung separation. So meaning you can hear breath sounds on both. The double lumen tube is in too far. You can't even hear breath sounds on the, the right side. The double lumen tube is in the wrong bronchus, wrong lung collapses the right upper lobe takes off is only a few centimeters past the carina so if the double lumen tube is in the right bronchus you must be careful not to occlude the right upper lobe indeed this is why we opt for left-sided double lumen tube unless we absolutely have to use a right-sided double lumen tube if the double lumen tube is way too deep in the left bronchus then inflation of the tracheal balloon will make breath sounds on the right side disappear again if the double lumen tube is way too deep in the left bronchus the inflation of the tracheal balloon will be, make breath sounds on the right side disappear and and so um double lumen tube is in too far on the left side you will not hear any breath sounds on the right so double lumen tube is in too far on the left side right breath sounds absent double lumen tube is too far on the right side Too far on the right side, left breath sounds absent. Double lumen tube tip is in the trachea, left and right breath sounds can be heard.